by P4P Muscle Productions and Entertainment, the number one drug-free athlete sponsorship foundation in the world. Now, I want you to grab a friend, turn the volume up a bit, lean in, and listen to the show where all the athletes want to talk. Fit Talk with Melinda Corsino. Good evening, everyone, and thank you for tuning in to Fit Talk with Melinda. As always, the show is brought to you by P4P Muscle, the number one drug-free sponsorship in the world. If you're interested in learning more about them and the drug-free lifestyle, check out www.p4pmuscle.com, and you can use my code, M-E-L-I-N-D-A, for 15% off anything on their website. Tonight, we have a holiday eating show. I'm calling it Holiday Eating 2.0. Take the food stress out of the holidays. I'm bringing back Mike Wilkie and John Yopes for the second time. We did this exact show around this exact time last year, but I thought, why not bring it up again? Let's let's record a new show and uh, talk about all the stress around holiday eatings. Now, of course, we just passed Thanksgiving. We are on to Christmas, but this is a time of year where things tend to fall off the bandwagon. You have a bad Thanksgiving, you have a bad day after Thanksgiving, and then it just keeps on rolling into hell into Christmas. And then January 1st, you step on the scale and went, oh, my God, I gained 10 pounds. So let's have that not happen this year. So I brought on the best to talk about it, and I'm going to just have Michael and John give themselves a quick introduction. So, uh, Michael, why don't you take it away? Thanks, Melinda. Thanks for having me again. Uh, yeah, Michael Wilkie. I am the owner of the uh, Diet Doc uh, Nashua Fit for Life Personal Training and Team K Contest Prep. I have owned my companies for 18 years, uh, focusing in on you know helping clients to achieve their health and fitness goals uh, through habit development, um, behavior modification, and uh, that's pretty much it. Thanks for having me. Yeah, thank you. Uh, I- this is uh, John Yopst. I'm the owner of Lean Physique Personal Training Studio in Central Connecticut, also the head coach and founder of Team Lean Physique Bodybuilding Competition Team. We compete all over the country and internationally. Um, I, I wanted to thank Melinda for having me on. I've been uh, in the fitness industry as a trainer for over 25 years, and I've been in business for myself now for 22, and absolutely love what I do. And I love that I get to be on here with Michael because we are very like-minded and I have a lot of respect for him. So thanks for having me on, Melinda. Yeah, thank you guys for coming back on. I always uh, like chatting with you guys. And today uh, both Michael and John are, uh, do, a lot of, do a lot in the body, natural bodybuilding world, but we're going to try to focus today on just general population eating habits, which is good for everyone kind of keep it generalized, but they did both come back from uh, the WMBF Worlds recently and had some fantastic placings on their team, so congratulations to them both. And, uh, thank you. Real quick, if I may interject, yeah. uh, I, wanted yeah. to say, uh, I wanted to say thank you to John for that kiss at the Monster Mash. That was real special, man. <laughs> I told you to watch out for it. <laughs> anyway, Maybe there's something going on here. Maybe there's something going on here. I Maybe digress. there's a reason I have you two on tonight. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so uh, <laughs> yeah, of course, that's awesome. All right, so healthy holiday eating tips. Let's get right into it. So I have a terrible Thanksgiving. I eat meal after meal after meal. At the end of the night, I polish it off with an extra pie. 
I wake up the next morning, I feel like crap, and uh, I decide to just keep rolling with it. You know, I had a bad, a bad Thursday. Let's just make it a bad Friday. How do you, what's your suggestions on how to stop that train from moving? Like, how do you get out of that bad cycle? Uh, Michael, you want to start? Sure. Yeah. I think, you know, I think it really depends on where, you know, where a person is at with their goals and, you know, really what they're trying to accomplish and what they're willing to, you know, what they're willing to commit to. And I think, you know, for the person who's really serious about it, it, it's all about going in with a plan, you know, and, and, you know, there's a couple strategies that I have, you know, uh, different clients take. It's not, and with the way that I work my clients, it's not a one size fits all approach. It's not, you know, cookie cutter or template based. It's what's going to work for this person based in reality and what are they going to be able to sustain, you know, long-term. And so a couple of those strategies would be one, you have that person who's just so hardcore locked in, um, you know, nothing's going to deter them, you know, so on and so forth. They're going to enjoy a little bit, but they're going to go in and they're going to actually, you know, get in their food app or in my uh, weekly, uh, you know, daily logs, weekly summary charts that I provide them. And they're going to map out what Thanksgiving looks like for them. And they're going to say, okay, I'm going to have stuffing and potatoes and, dessert and whatever the case might be, but I, I'm, I'm going to measure everything out and, you know, and I'm going to make sure that I hit my macros, you know, okay, that works for them. But I think most people and Jonathan, you would agree there. Most people won't do that. The next approach for, for those people would be a, a couple of things. One, let's just set some boundaries. Let's say, okay, I'm going to, I'm going to stick within the confines of my plate. I'm going to put on there what I want, but I'm not going to, I'm not going to worry about measuring anything. I'm not going to worry about counting macros or anything like that. I'm going to enjoy those foods that I don't normally get to eat, but my boundaries are whatever I put on this plate, that's what I'm going to have. I'm not going to have any more. And, and, and that's fine. There's no guilt associated with that. There's no need to get crazy going into it or after, and, and they don't feel deprived. And then finally, and I do have some clients who take this approach because it works for them. It's the whole, you know, screw it. And I'm going to mitigate later, you know, and I'm not again, always a huge fan of that, because, you know, that can lead to bad habits. And, you know, I'm not into necessarily robbing Peter to pay Paul, you know, we say, okay. And I know John is, feels very strong about this. I see his uh, awesome posts all the time about, you know, don't do an obscene amount of cardio after I'm in a hundred percent agreement. You know, you don't need to cut your, you know, carbs back to zero the next day or so on and so forth. The one thing that I try to remind my clients from a habit standpoint, what can I sustain for the rest of my life in terms of habits and strategies is if you, let's just say you consumed, you know, 500 grams of carbs or some obscene amount, you know, of food, if you were to come back down to your target of, let's just say 250 grams, would that be a come down? Would that be less than what you were taking in? Let's just get back on track with what you're supposed to be doing and allow your body to balance out over the course of the normal routine that you follow. And, you know, I think you'll find yourself in a, uh, in a pretty good situation there. So. Okay, well, I obviously I agree with everything that Michael just said. And just to add a little bit to that, uh, first of all, anybody who's tried to lose weight will probably tell you it's the hardest thing that they've ever done. Um, I know when I did my first bodybuilding show 20 long time ago when there were dinosaurs still, um, it was extremely hard to lose, to lose the weight, and the discipline level has to be extremely high. And because of the culture that we're, most of us were raised in, food is a big part of that. It's a part of our social life. It's a part of if we had a bad day at school, you came home and your mom gave you a cookie. So it's kind of been ingrained to us that if we're under stress, we go to food. So um, in relating to that, I always tell people when a holiday comes up, um, 
just having one bad day is not going to ruin your your weight loss plan or whatever your fitness plan is. Having one bad day of eating is not going to ruin that. It's just like having one good day of eating is not going to get you to your goal. It's only one day. So my advice to people is to let yourself relax a little bit and don't beat yourself up over having that quote-unquote one bad day because it's not really, in the whole scope of things, you still have 365 days left in the year. So I, I think the biggest problem when people are trying to lose weight, and this is not just competitors, this is people in general, they overreact to these things. And by overreacting, they'll, like Michael just said, they'll do, they'll do too much cardio the next day, or they'll do, you know, they'll drop their food really low, or they'll, they'll skip meals, you know, all day and only eat one meal on Thanksgiving or Christmas or whatever holiday they're celebrating. And that's the absolute worst thing you can do. You want to try to not go to extremes, and that, again, falls back on not overreacting to things. It's just one day, and you pick up the next day, and you get on with it. Now, if you you find yourself getting into a spiral of two or three or four days in a row, you just really have to take a step back and look at what your goal is. And you have to ask yourself, is me having this reckless behavior going to help me get to my goal? And if you answer no, then that means you need to – Reel yourself back in, and don't try to do it in one day. If you've been off your plan for a little bit, if you try to go back to square one on one day, it's not going to work because you're going to put too much pressure on yourself. So do it over the course of a few days. Uh, Don't rush it, and if you give yourself a few days, you'll be back on track, and you'll be no worse for the wear. So that's where I stand on that. Uh, My uh, question regarding the cardio aspect and the skipping meals, like as far as uh, from a metabolic standpoint or a scientific standpoint, since you guys have the background in that, um, you know, what might that do to your body if, if you're, if you're going to starve yourself until, you know, 5 o'clock in the evening and you're going to do a ton of cardio in the morning, what's that really doing to your body once you have that one meal at 5 o'clock that might be, you know, 2,000 calories worth of food? Well, it goes back to it goes, yeah, it goes back to what John said. As far as one day isn't going to kill you, it really isn't. That's you know, it, it's one of the things that I try to you know drive home to my clients. Uh, you know, it's what I get what I get concerned about when clients take that approach is just again I've said it three times: habits. It's it's not a habit that you want to develop because forget about the holidays. This this could be a Saturday in August where, you know, you're going to be going out to a barbecue or whatever the case might be, and so you're going to, you know, quote-unquote starve yourself so that you can, you know, it, it, it just doesn't create a healthy environment in terms of your relationship with food. And, you know, as part of my program for my general population clients, I, I have a fantastic resource library or portal system, if you will, chock full of videos, podcasts, and articles that we've developed over the course of years. And, and one of them that we talk about is called Cognitive Distortions. And specifically, the one that I think affects a majority of us is that mindset of all or nothing, the all or nothing approach. If, if I can't be perfect, I can't do it. I, I John, you know, you, you may find this to be the case with you. You know, even with my general population clients, and I actually had a competitor, a potential competitor reach out to me today who was talking about not signing up to begin her program until January because she still has Christmas and the Christmas party. No, 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 no. Now is the exact time that you want to sign up because, you you know, there there are things that we can put in place for you so that you don't have to worry about 
having to starve yourself on the day of Thanksgiving or the day of, you know, the Christmas party, whatever the case might be. Are there some adjustments that you can make so that you can accommodate a, a, a larger uh, food intake, you know, at dinner or whatever the case might be? Exactly. But I like what John said. It's not about extremes. It's just about subtle adjustments throughout the day and ensuring that because the worst thing that can happen is you, you know, again, you maybe you have breakfast and then you don't eat again till dinner. How much do you actually think you're going to be eating when you go into that meal? Because you're so you're going to be eating so much more than you would have. You're going to feel so much more guilty about it when if you would have even just a very subtle adjustment with it. How about we have a protein shake or something an hour before we go to this party? You know, you're still going to be able to enjoy those those meals. The, uh, excuse me, those foods and whatever the case might be, but you're not going to be overeating to the point of, you know, really hating yourself the next day because you were so hungry. So um, the meal, as as, uh, the meal is not over. The meal is not over when I'm full. The meal is over when I hate myself. That's usually what I go on for the holidays. <laughs> and even then that's, <laughs> I actually laughed when you said gaining 10 pounds of by between now and, 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 uh, and, and the new year. Hell, I had clients who gained 10 pounds, you know, over the weekend. You know, because they, they just, you know, when they come to me, you know, brand new, and they tell me about all these types of things they were doing in the past. And, yeah, no wonder you gained 10 pounds, you know, the, the way you, that you approached it. So, yeah. Well, what you asked about, uh, Melinda, as far as the metabolic part of um, skipping, not eating anything all day and then eating a huge meal, you're going to get such a large release of insulin from eating all that food at once that it's going to literally throw your body into chaos. And that's the last thing you want. I mean, it might affect you for 24 hours, but not much longer than that. So, like, are you going to do metabolic damage by skipping meals on one day and eating a big meal? No, most likely not. But it can also have a bad psychological effect on you because Dude. you're – Right, you're, you're lit, like Michael said, you're, you're, it changes your relationship with food. I mean – you should still eat during the day, but if you still want to try to stick to your plan, you can you can budget your your caloric or your macros, however you're doing. You can budget it so you can have a, some smaller meals earlier in the day and then eat a larger than normal meal, but still stay relatively within the boundaries of what your body is used to. Because anytime you go out of the norm, you're going you're gonna to affect your metabolism, you're going to affect your hormones, all that stuff. There's insulin, there's glucagon, there's all these hormones that counteract each other, and you want to try to avoid having wild swings in those hormones, and not eating all day and eating a huge meal is going to cause wild swings in some of those hormones, and that's what you want to try to avoid because that can also affect how you feel emotionally, and, you know, we all know if we start feeling bad about ourselves, we're going to eat more, and then that's just going to compound the problem. So that's why I tell well, people it's not a idea to just skip all your meals and eat one meal a day because it can it can cause some chaos unless we forget you know digging into a deeper level here you know uh, that you know the development of cholesterol concerns as a result of consuming so many carbs and you know at one time people don't realize that you know you can eat you know a ton of carbs at one meal like you saved up everything uh you know for that for that christmas party whatever the case might be yeah, I mean, if you're you can you have to pay attention to the medical side of things. Is you, you can overdo it on carbs, not even fat, and actually still develop right. cholesterol issues because again, that conversion of the glycogen into stored fat later on, if you're not burning it off. And so remember, it, it, it can be about, a nasty, vicious cycle. We're talking about specifically in this discussion, you know, regular people that are trying to lose weight. 
And there's no need for somebody if, – if you're not prepping for a bodybuilding contest, there's no need to go to – like, there's no need to go to extremes, period, as far as I'm concerned, and I know Michael feels the same way. Um, I'm not an extreme person when it comes to how I do any of my things with any of the type of clientele that I work with. But if you're trying to lose weight, you know, you got to look at the long road. It's a journey, and you don't want to go from one extreme to another because that's just going to cause more chaos, not only physically but mentally. And we all know that losing weight is, a, is much more of a mental thing battle than it is a physical battle. So doing things like what we were just talking about, skipping meals and then eating a big meal, you're contributing to an, an, an extreme that you want to try to avoid. So I would just recommend people not even do that. Yeah, absolutely. Another thing, uh, something that I actually do myself is I is I try to focus on, on the little things because I'm a calorie counter. I always will be. That didn't come from bodybuilding. That came from well before that, and I just continued on so. Um, but there's little things throughout the day that you can help fit your macros if, if you're a person that does, does count what you eat or, or write down what you eat at least. And, and one of those major things is drinks. Um, mm-hmm. Drinks can contain a ton of calories, a ton of hidden calories that you're not thinking about because it's just a glass. Um, and those liquid calories can add up to, you know, thousands of calories depending on, you know, if you're having an eggnog martini versus just a mm-hmm. vodka with a little bit of soda water. And those are some ways where you can still enjoy a fantastic meal, but you could probably cut, you know, 600 calories out of your day depending on what you're drinking that day. I mean, what are your thoughts right. on, on these fun holiday calorie-filled drinks? Yeah, I mean, well, it's, it's definitely uh, – go ahead, John. Go ahead. I'm not um, I'm not an alcohol drinker personally, so it's never been a problem for me. But, I mean, I tell my clients it's just like anything else. If you want to have a glass of wine on Thanksgiving with your family, it's one day. As long as you, it's one glass, you're not drinking a whole bottle. But when you start consuming more alcohol, yeah, it's definitely going to jack the calories up. And then a lot of the drinks are mixed with, like you said, you know, sodas or juices. It's going to jack the calories up more. And then if you're starting to consume multiple drinks, then you have to bring in the whole aspect of what alcohol does to your metabolism and how, you know, it can destroy enzymes that your body uses to break down fat for energy. So once you get to a certain level of drinks, depending on, you know, your, obviously your age and your body weight and your tolerance, that can actually affect you for days after as far as your ability to burn fat. So those are all things that you need to think of. It's not just what you're doing that day. It's certain things that you do that day can affect you for days after. And I think people you know, look look ahead a little bit. Don't just, you know, look at where you are right now. Um, it, it, as far as if you have a goal to lose weight, you know, you need, like Michael said, you need to have a plan. So you always need to be thinking ahead. And part of that plan should be, what if I do this today, how's it going to affect me tomorrow and the next day? So I think people should think a little bit about that too. But I'm glad you brought up the, the alcoholic drinks thing because that's usually a big problem for people I find as well around this time of year. And it can be just random holiday parties at work or happy hour with friends. And before they know it, they had three or four drinks. And, you know, that's half your calories for the day if you're an average person. So people, great, it was great that you brought that up. And I'm sure Michael could expand on that. 
I think for, it goes back to the original question as far as, you know, and the strategy as far as you have to really, you know, de- you know, decide what your values are, what's important to you. And if you go into any situation, again, it doesn't have to be. I know this is a holiday show, but, you know, it's one of those things where it doesn't have to be Christmas or Thanksgiving or whatever it is that you celebrate. Again, it could be a Tuesday in August. You have to decide ahead of time when you're in serious weight loss mode, what is important to you? What, what do you need to have happen at a party, at a work function, on a date, you know, as it relates to food and, and drink, what do you need to have happen in order for you, ahead of time, thinking about this, for you to enjoy the experience, to have a good time, you know, to, 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 to get out of it what you need. And then when you, when you go with that plan and you say, okay, if, if I can have two drinks tonight, I, I would be able to, I'm not going to feel the pressure for my friends, my family, my co- whatever it might be. I can have these two drinks. I can be in the moment. I can enjoy the experience and also know that because of some of the adjustments that I made, you know, earlier in the day to accommodate, you know, a drink or two, I don't have to feel guilty about it. I I can enjoy it. You know, people have to remember that there's a difference between overeating and binging and then, you know, obviously drinking too much and none of it is ever about the food or the drink. It's, 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 it's emotional. It, Mm. it, It could be a control issue. It could be, you know, it's so many number of things, stress, you know, everybody, I'm a stress eater. I'm a stress eater. Everybody's a stress eater, but you know, how do we deal with that? And if again, you Mm -hmm. are one who's in serious weight loss mode, you have to take the time today to plan that stuff out so that you don't have to plan it out ahead of time tomorrow. And hopefully that makes sense. I have my clients track and log what they're consuming today or put that plan together before they go out today so that five years from now, they don't have to because they've, they've educated themselves on how to be in any situation where food and drink is involved, holidays or otherwise, and know what to do without being a slave to the, to the, to the numbers or to the scale. But, again, it takes time. You have to be willing well, to be comfortable, the, what I call comfortably theme? uncomfortable. What's the common theme, Michael, that we both just said? It's planning. Huge. That's the, that's the big common denominator. It's you have to plan. You have to have a plan, or you or you're going to fail. And that means you have to turn off, uh, you know, keeping up with the Kardashians twenty minutes early, so that you can get your meals prepped <laughs> that night, and you know, have them right. ready to go for you. You know, and it, it, you know, you have to change your habits again. I think fourth time I use that word, I'll probably use it two more times. You know, when you when you think about the habits that you have in place, we don't need to do a complete overhaul. But if we just right. think about the habits that we have in place, what are just some subtle adjustments or what are a few things that we can do to, to improve upon the habits that we already have in place to help us in planning and prepping and taking that time? And more importantly, once you do that, and it's kind of dreadful to do that at 9 o'clock at night or whatever, but I'll tell you what, at 9 o'clock the next morning, you're going to be feeling pretty badass because, you know, you're in control. You know, you are making it happen for you. You're not, you know, there's no excuses. There's no, you know, it's harder to do it at nine in the morning than it is nine at yeah. night. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, it's 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 you're gonna when you're at work and you have you know you have a great lunch to look forward to. You're not gonna be relying on the cafeteria, or like right. I said, keeping it with the holiday theme. You know, you 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 took the time to plan ahead and make some adjustments for the first part of the day so that you can enjoy a little bit larger meal than what you might normally have. You're gonna go into that feeling like a million bucks. You're gonna be able to enjoy the experience for what it is and not have you know the food and the drink, you know, being a master over you. Exactly. 
I got to say, um, based on this conversation, I really want to have one of Michael's Tuesdays in August because <laughs> I, you <laughs> said twice your Tuesdays and your Tuesdays, Tuesdays in, August in August sound August. awesome. Yeah, you know, it's funny. It's like, it's like, I love I, it. I, you know, I, I don't mind my clients actually, you know, my general population clients, if they want to have a glass of wine a couple of times a week, that's great. You just have to take the time to build it in. It doesn't, you know, the same rules apply. And I know John would agree, whether it's the holidays, whether, you know, you're traveling or again, whether it's a Tuesday or Saturday in August or March, whatever, it doesn't matter. The same rules still apply, you know, right. so that, yeah. that's, you know, if we, if we really stop and think about that, you know, it, it definitely makes things a lot easier. Yeah. An- another thing that I use to help me being such a, a calorie, a, not a calorie, but a macro and food counter, um, I, d- I try not to really count my macros uh, on a holiday, but more my overall intake of food in general, uh, because I right. know that I'm going to eat so much carbs and fat, it's not even funny. And my uh, mm-hmm. one thing that I do to try to keep my calories at a sustainable level that's not crazy is, you know, I will pick and choose the foods that I really want to eat um, that I really won't be having. Like if there's uh, green beans and turkey on Thanksgiving, i got to be honest, I don't eat much of it. I go right for the stuffing, mashed potatoes, and pie. And I don't even waste my calories on eating the turkey and the green beans because mm-hmm. I'm eating turkey and green beans all the all time year. or chicken and green yeah. beans. But I bring on the plates of carbs. But I probably just saved myself maybe two to three hundred calories, depending on how much turkey and green beans I would be eating. You know what I mean? And it's it's not really great for my macros, but as far as my overall caloric intake, it knocks it down a little bit. Yet I'm still, you know, choosing the things that I really want to enjoy out of that holiday. That's then, just something I do personally. You, it might not be for then everyone. You got but, the, then you've got gravy. You got gravy. You got butter. Yep. You got. What yep. what are things cooked in? There's there's all that stuff that right. you just kind of overlook, but I mean, as far as like eating over your caloric intake for one day, I mean, like sometimes I will have. Some people call it a refeed or a or a diet reset or whatever, but a lot of times when I have a long term weight loss client, I will have them purposely, you know, quote unquote, come off their diet for a day or two and eat more food because I feel like it gives them a mental and it gives you a physical reset too and it helps their metabolism to pick up again. I'm not telling people to do that, that all the time and it, you shouldn't use it to give yourself a license, but again, it goes back to it's just one day. If you make it that one day, it, you know, and, and you're smart about it, you know, it's not going to hurt you. I was actually just going to say that about the whole because you asked about the metabolic and the scientific uh, impact, yes. you know, of doing something like that. So, and th- this is, and I know for a fact, I'm not even assuming here. I know for a fact John deals with this with with competitors because I do. It, you know, people need to realize that when you are in a caloric deficit, or you know, you're you're one of these people who live and die by low carb. You know, those ketogenic diets and everything like that. People do not understand, and 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 I know John's going to back me up 100% here. This is science, people. When you are restricting your carbohydrate intake for weeks and months and, and years on end, your metabolism your metabolism slows down. Okay, that's science. When we have the reason for those refeeds, or the uh, I call them personally uh, carb bumps. You know, and again, mm-hmm. I don't have all my clients do that. What actually happens is you're kicking your metabolism in the pants. You're smacking it in the face saying, hey, 
you still with me? I need, I need you to keep, you know, I need you to keep burning, you know, for me, you know, utilizing that stored fat by having those. And I'll even have some clients go on a carb cycle. I don't want to get too advanced here, but you know, because what happens is if, they, if, if for whatever reason, because of their body type uh, and, and so many other variables that you have to take into consideration, a, a more than a refeed, but a, an actual carb cycle through the week is going to be necessary. That is because it is helping the metabolism stay engaged in the process so that, you know, by, by being low carb for, for you, know, you know, an ex- exorbitant amount of time, you can actually run into metabolic suppression. And, again, there's, th- that time frame is going to be different for everybody. It's not like after six months or one year. You know, it, it's just different for everybody based on, on many different variables. But, again, by having that big meal, you know, once in a while, you're actually doing yourself a favor. There's no need to go, you know, you know jump off a building because, oh, my God, I, I, <laughs> I went off diet. No, actually, you did a good thing for yourself metabolically. Wasn't Melinda speaking. telling us she was jumping off bridges or something last time we did that? Yes. Actually, as you say that, yeah, that's right. That's right. Yeah, <laughs> yes. I remember that. Was it I'm surprised Tuesday I'm alive with all this. It was Tuesday in August, after I had my yes. meal and drinks with Michael, I jumped off a bridge because I felt so bad about, it was a, about what I ate. She's going to write that oh. down, yeah. Tuesday in August. That's right. I'm going to make a T-shirt for that now. You really should. That should be your coin phrase. You can hand it out to all your new clients. And then what's going to happen is every – yeah. Oh, man. Well, this is a good show. Um, I'm going to try to wrap it up here. I try to keep them to 30 minutes. But anything that you guys – I'm sure we could talk for hours on this stuff. But any, Mm -hmm. any quick pointers that you guys want to add in before we wrap up? Plan, prep, habits, boom. That's exactly what I was going to say. Yep, those three things. you got to plan, for, prepare, and, and practice the habits that you've been practicing that got you to the point where you are in your, in your weight loss journey um, and realize that just one day, having one day where you're not 100% on plan is not going to ruin you in the long run. So that's, that's the one thing I would tell people to keep repeating to themselves. Yes. Yeah. Michael, Michael. So that's all. Yeah. Yeah. Enjoy the holidays. You know, it's just, there's no yeah. need to, you know, be miserable as it relates to food, you know, and, and drink it just, you know, plan and prep. Think, you know, you know, which Christmas parties you have coming up for work or, you know, or, you know, with your friends or if you're going out to dinner, just, just think. And that's the hard part. And I think people just, and please we get don't, too lazy. Please we get too bogged gym. down. Please don't go to the gym and do a ton of extra cardio and a ton of extra weight training because you're really yeah, not because I'll be I'll be laughing at you and throwing peanuts at you and saying, entertain me, monkeys. Don't do it. <laughs> you're a huge time suck. You're wasting your time. Right. But, so that's, but that's all like I, Michael and I have were a, have, a, about. have a Merry Christmas and a Happy Hanukkah and Happy Kwanzaa and Happy Holidays to everybody and a happy and safe New Year, and I really appreciate you having me on here, Melinda. Yes. No, thank you guys for coming back on. And like Michael and I said, the one important thing to do after you do those holiday meals is what? Do leg day. Leg day next leg day. Leg day. <laughs> leg day. Squatting. Absolutely. That burns squat. a lot of calories. All the squats. New, new personal All right, well, There you go. All right. Well, thank you guys again for coming on. And I have, have a great holidays. And, and Michael has great Tuesdays in August. And uh, well, I will talk to you guys soon. Thank you, guys. Thank you for the great conversation. Thank you, Melinda. Thank you, guys. See you, guys. Bye. Bye.